Welcome to the Rogues Alliance Actual Play Podcast, where a few friends sit down every two weeks to play some games and record the fun for you, the listeners. The attack on the Imperial Stardock comes to an explosive finish, while the other team focuses on rescuing Prince Valen in Episode 5, Jailbreak. Stay tuned after the outro for some outtakes from the episode. Don't touch that dial. Alright, and welcome back to another another game. To start everything off, if everyone could, as always, roll me a force die for your destiny points. That's a bad start. One dark. One dark. One dark. One dark. And I have one light. <sighs> Two light. So they clocked it. Four dark. So four dark and three light. That's not so terrible. Alright, so when we last left off, you had split off uh, into two groups. One of you on your way to provide a uh, much needed distraction and some carnage and mayhem with a suitcase bomb, essentially. Backpack bomb. Yep. That thing's heavy. Uh, to blow up an Imperial shuttlecraft that belongs to Agent Vicarin, an Imperial Security Bureau agent who has landed on the planet. Meanwhile, the rest of you have made your way into the sewers and are currently on your way to break into the Royal Palace of Onderon in an attempt to save the imprisoned Prince Valen Denda before he is executed tomorrow morning. So let's start with introductions. So, as always, I am Jamie, and I will be jamming you today. I'm Ryan, and as always, I'm playing Jad Lackbreath, the Duros Ace. And this is Jason, and I'm playing Vec, the Human Demo Man. I am Alan, I am playing Gardolo, and I am a Corellian Mechanic. I'm James. I'm playing Zero B One, a droid soldier. I'm Brittany. I'm playing Cass Wakoit, a human ace gunner. And I'm Andrew. I'm playing Davik Ulat, a Doros mechanic. So we are going to pick it up with the group that is left to save Prince Valen. You guys have been trucking through the sewers at this point, and have currently arrived at the spot, sort of just underneath the palace. It's probably about a block or so distance away because you've arrived at a section of the piping that's been barred off with force cage. Is there a control panel? No. Not that you can see, no. Okay. Emitters line the circumference of the tunnel, and it's literally just bars of energy kind of crisscrossing across. Does it look like something we might be able to dig around and give enough time? Let's have either a perception check from someone or a group perception check. I'm unclear. If they set off a security measure, does that not violate the point of creating a distraction that draws Imperial forces away from the palace? They didn't say they set off a security measure. I know. There was a force cage. But I would not contravening this force cage in a way that is bad set off security measure? Uh, That is possible. Okay. Davok has a perception of one and a cunning of two, so he'd be rolling a green and a yellow. I'm the same. Vec doesn't even have perception. I'd be rolling the same as you. Let's have Davok take it. Okay. Uh, So an easy one. Um, Any boost, I guess, then? Or... With every round, I think you should get at least one boost for that. Okay. Did you guys bring any of the other rebels with you? Or is this a mission that you've taken on your own? I would say I would have wanted to bring them. Yeah. Heat shields. <laughs> but I would probably recommend that Kaya didn't come with us. Okay. In that case, then, you have three currently unnamed rebel recruits who have gone with you. Okay. So I have uh, one success and two advantage. You notice as you were looking around... To answer Jason's question initially, you could probably dig around this, but it would take a fair amount of excavation to get through. I mean, you were in sewer pipes, so we're talking cement and metal and whatnot. However, as you were looking, you do notice a, a series of paneling that have been bolted in that you recognize as being where the wiring would probably run through. 
and you recognize that this grate isn't like a triggered security measure, but rather a standard procedure to just block off entrances that come close to the palace. It's a standard measure. Keep the like Star Wars mole rats out of the sewer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Was that my advantage? Uh, no, let's spend your advantage on. Maybe any weak points in the defense. Uh, you spot that one of the emitters uh, looks like it's uh, taken a hit. You recognize the bite marks on it to be very similar to Minox, which you've had much dealing with, being a mechanic and uh, dealing with starships. Not so that it was Minox, but something very similar. It has been chewing on one of these. And even that particular bar has got a very like wobbly fade to it. Sort of, It's really bright and then kind of half bright, and then really bright and then. So. Definite weak point is there, and I will say that whatever method you guys choose to get around this, you'll get a boost after that. Perfect. I'll point out the uh, panel bolted down. If we can get that off, I could probably try and get through this. Disable it, maybe. I could try to pry it, but I mean, I don't have any tools. Uh, the only thing that I have is the explosives I was going to use to go through walls. I got a toolkit and a mechanics check. If you have a toolkit, take a piece of metal off the wall. I'm going to say it's a simple check, and you can just take it off the wall. <laughs> That's what I do. Okay. <laughs> that works. You actually have screwdrivers. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Before we sort of get further into this, I'm assuming the slicing gear was successfully yeah. procured for me. Once the panel's removed, Davik will take out the slicing gear. First off, seeing what's in the interior of this panel. There's no computer, per se. Now, it looks like you probably hotwire your data pad into it if you wanted to go the slicing route. However, you fairly quickly start pinpointing it, like, okay, that green wire is, you know, the power coupling for the system, and that there is probably the monitoring system in that blue casing there. So you probably actually do an actual, like, hard hack of, I'm going to actually take this wire out and, like, physically rewiring it versus coding. It's a really standard system. You've seen systems like this all the time. Doesn't look like it was installed with any particular intention of being Fort Knox or anything like that. Doesn't look challenging at all. So that be computers? Are you slicing or are you rewiring? I could just rewire. So it's a mechanics check, and I will make it an easy check. Don't forget your boost die. Can I assist as well? Yeah. And I think that's all that's needed for that check. Yeah, your stats are higher than mine, so it would just be a boost die. Okay, so... So, two, two successes, success. one triumph, and one advantage. Okay, are you counting the triumph as a success with the two, or is it three successes? Three successes. Yeah. You very easily shut down the system. You don't trip any alarms, so you make sure that it's not, nothing has been set off. With your advantage and triumph, what would you like to do? Well, I'd be willing to take suggestions. If you're hardwiring the monitoring system of the palace, can you use your triumph to turn off the system that you're attached to without necessarily touching the other security? So if, say, further in when you're starting to blow things up and shoot at people, the alarms don't go off because you're not slicing, you're hacking. Like, so essentially to like disable the security system? Yeah, because if he's right on the hard line, just, eh, I'm going to send a volt down that way, Psst. And no alarms anywhere. <laughs> for the whole system? For the trap, I thought it happened. Sure. Uh, still have advantage. My other suggestion for the advantage would be to rig it to a remote control so that you can leave it up, and then when we're running out, you can go click. Yeah. <laughs> click. I, 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 I like that idea. <laughs> yeah, I'm good with that. Okay. Cool. Because that would be very convenient if you were being pursued. Yes. <laughs> follow. Okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I do not want to make a note of that because this might be a two session affair. <laughs> Okay, so with the uh, security gate down, you guys trudge your way through the uh, slop and slime of the sewer until you're finally brought to the point that the locals point out as being the uh, entrance area that was displayed to you on blueprints before and whatnot. And so far, nothing at all has come out of the way to cause complication or anything like that for you. So, so far for the plan, we're still moving forward through here until we get to a, a wall, or we're just because we don't have a great blueprint, we're still sort of looking around. No, you were at the wall. 
Oh, okay. Vec is gonna look through his pack and pull out one of the proton grenades that he was given by the rebellion cell that was here, and start rigging it with the uh, and attach the breaching charge docking clamp straight to the wall. So he's just gonna look around. Uh, you might want to back up a little bit. These things got a little bit of a bang. And I'm gonna roll the mechanics yep. to see how much damage that's gonna do. Now I'm gonna set it an average difficulty. Three success, two advantage, and the successes are added to damage, and proton grenade's damage is 10, so that'd be 13 damage. Completely unrelated to this, it was just something I noticed. Are we being affected by any threshold changes or like that because of obligation or duty? Yes, as a matter of fact, we are. Okay. <laughs> you rolled them last week. Yep. Yes, I did roll them last week. Across the city near the starport, a, uh, a certain broken down with a busted gyro training droid is currently instilling terror into the hearts of the Empire, making them question whether or not they actually wish to serve in this military machine that they're in at the moment, and just demoralizing the troops, and because of Obi-Wan's combat victory duty, you are all taking a plus one to your wound threshold, Obi-Wan you were taking two. That said, at the infiltration into the palace, Davik is really kind of sweating about this whole however many thousands of credits he now owes the Dolo family. He's got no idea how he's going to pay it back, or especially with being part of the rebellion, and, and it's really got him worried. And so because of that, everyone's strain threshold is dropping by one, and Davix is dropping by two. Sit there playing on the computer. Now you're doing compound interest calculations. It's like, so if I pay this much per month, it'll take that many years. Well, maybe if I stop eating as much, I could pay Maybe if I sold my brother. <laughs> yeah. There is a bounty on Jack. <laughs> Jason, Andy, what do you want to do with the adventure? Reduce the, the size of the shockwave so that it's more difficult to detect that we just bust our way in. So uh-huh. thud rather than bang. Yeah. Breach charge rather than <laughs> stick of dynamite. Yeah. And that is exactly what happens as the wall actually has like a, a reverberating puff sound to it. Of a <laughs> and crumbles in on itself with smoke that sears its way around and then blasts its way back out just by about a foot or so. It's quite well timed and packed together. Good craftsmanship. Not as big as you used to have in your explosions happen, so in that sense it was eh. But the control and finesse that was required for that to happen was just impeccable. Can it leave like a slight glow to it? <laughs> like to make him happy afterwards? Like, like, like <laughs> And then like just... Just a little bit of the glowing rock. The dirt free kind of cooling down. Yeah, that's still there, yeah. <laughs> I don't know where you got this equipment, or your, your boss sent you to pick it up from, but it's not the best quality, I gotta say. <laughs> Thank you very much for sending it. You get what you get when time is a problem, but uh, yeah, I wouldn't go back there. Alright, so presumably now there's a hole in the wall and a tunnel on the other side, or...? There's a hole in the wall that leads into what looks to be a storage closet. I do not want to go in first, even though I just set that explosion off. <laughs> I went first. You went in. You were in a storage closet. There's a door. The storage closet is roughly maybe ten feet by ten feet. Various mops and whatnot line one particular section. There's a, a vacuum cleaner of some kind. It's typical things that you normally see in an industrial janitor's closet. Does the vacuum cleaner say hello? No. <laughs> All right. So I go over to the door and I listen at the door and see if I can hear anything. You guys coming? Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. All right. I casually open the door very slowly and look in the hallway and see if I see anything. All right. So just so that I understand, your guys' sole objective here is to go rescue Valen. Yeah. And get out. 
Yep. Yes. All right. Preferably without being seen or being seen by as few people as possible. In that case, then, I'm going to need a group stealth check. Mm. I have three agility, have, no stealth. I have four agility, no stealth. I have two agility, no stealth. <laughs> Do any of the minions have stealth? So it sounds like four agility and no stealth. <laughs> All right, so with four agility and no stealth, you guys are making your way with this stealth check through a large section of the lower levels of this palace. There are regular patrols. There are security cameras. There are lots of things to see you. So this check is going to be three purple and a red, starting off without any points flipped. Can I turn off the security? Uh, the cameras are already off. That was that okay. wasn't okay. my mistake. So then I will drop it down to you. I'm going to keep it what it is, but you're going to get an automatic boost after that. Okay. Can I use my skullduggery to try to plot a more efficient course based on things like the swivel distance of cameras with specific mounts? So you want to use the check instead? No. I mean, that's not for sneaking. That's for telling where to sneak. Yes. Jason and I had this conversation there yesterday because stealth is for actually getting to a place. Skullduggery is for determining how well you get to a place. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, let's make a skullduggery check. Okay. Uh, what does it be? Insane. Two purple and red. Is your skullduggery better than... I've got two in skullduggery and the three cunning. I will let you guys use agility for it. So if it's a group check, then that will be your four and your two. Okay. So you're adding another green dice onto that check. Two success, and then the two threat are cancelled out by the two advantage, so it's a net of two success. I was just going to say, mechanically, for the stealth check, you just straight up boost die. <laughs> boost die to the stealth check? Yeah, why not? <laughs> no, I think that was the check. I'm reading through Skullduggery. It makes more sense to me. And it cuts out a check that I don't think particularly need. <laughs> so, with two success, no advantage, and no threat, it takes you a while. In fact, it takes you guys roughly about 30 minutes to kind of very quickly, like, you quietly kind of creep through, and then you duck into a closet, and then you quietly creep a bit more, and then someone comes, so you just kind of huddle into a corner so you look like a group of people talking, and when you're in just the right spot that a group of people talking would be normal. 30 minutes later, you arrive at the door to the castle's jail cells. So through this particular doorway that is currently closed is where the cells are kept. And uh, from there, we're going to jump over to our uh, starship diversion folk. Uh, so we're with Gruntor, the unnamed man on the rooftop, Gar uh, and uh, Zero B1. I want to call him Hawkeye at this point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that works. That works. At this particular point, one ATST has been taken down. There is a second one that I will remind you of that is currently at the other end of the landing field, but he's still there. Zero B1 has taken out two of the three squads of stormtroopers, I believe. The third squad was of pilots. Yeah. No, there was three, three squads and three a squad two. of pilots. Yeah. Ah, nice. Yeah. So there is still a squad of pilots that are all kind of cowering behind their TIE fighters, taking pot shots at the stopped cargo skiff, trying not to be mowed down. <laughs> They're not being quite so forthcoming or ballsy with those shots, I have to admit. Yes. Do you still have the initiative order? No, we're going to reroll. We are also partially rerolling because most of the people that were on that initiative order aren't on it anymore, so a lot of my <laughs> slots are pointless. So we're going to cut them out. So I would like initiative <laughs> checks from 0B1, Garadolo, Gruntor, Hawkeye... Two success for um, Hawkeye. Nothing on Gruntor. Two success. One success on my one die. To recap the scene, we have Gardolo with his squad mate currently crouching near a Lambda class shuttle with a backpack bomb that was really heavy. We have Gruntor and his squad mates using the cargo skiff as cover and having just destroyed a ATSD in one round. 
Hawkeye is on his roof taking his shots, and at the moment there is only the TIE pilots who are currently taking cover behind their TIE fighters. As I said before, taking blaster bolts out at you guys, but not really hitting very well. And there is one squad of stormtroopers that kind of looks like they're probably going to be facing off against a murderous sword droid, even though they don't want to be. And we have three player slots in order right now. So, first player slot. I would say not I, but... Gruntor will take it. Alright, Gruntor. Right after Gruntor just shoots that ATSD to pieces, he's going to spit off to the side and have a choice comment about how the Imperials make everything out of crappy pressed metal. And completely ignoring the fact that he fired at it with an Imperial uh, <laughs> laser minigun. <laughs> and uh, he's going to turn it on some of those groups of stormtroopers. The stormtroopers or the TIE pilots? The closer ones. TIE uh, pilots. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to be activating auto-fire, so I'm going to shoot at a group of the stormtroopers as well. So that increases one difficulty. So it's a hard difficulty check. And I'm going to be using a destiny point yep. to upgrade to another proficiency die. So uh, that's one success. success. So the auto fire did not trigger, but it does 13 damage and ignores one armor because it has a pierce of one. Can you ever roll one setback die, please? Gruntor, you take out the squad, first off, pilots. of these four pilots. You were being caused one strain from that threat, and I would like you to describe how those two results happened. Gruntor still has the minigun spun up from taking down the ATSD and was swinging it sideways to shoot apart the TIE pilots, mm-hmm. and he got a, a little bit too excited while he was spinning it sideways, and it flipped a little bit of the back of the skiff, and... He wasn't going to stop firing, so there was a lot of flash in his face for a second, but he just held it. <laughs> so he just essentially vaporized about six inches of the back of, of the skiff. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I just picture the uh, Last Crusade. It's like, son, they got us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you do cut through, like, part of the actual high solar panel to take these guys out as you're cutting down their cover run. I sort of picture it happening like, he doesn't so much hit all of them as he does hit a lot of them and then make the tie follow the rest of them. <laughs> well, I mean, if I shot a part, part of the solar panel, the whole thing's off balance, right? So it's just, yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it, uh, it leans forward. You don't do enough, like, this isn't the ATSD redux. Okay. <laughs> but it is still, like, cut through and it wobbles a bit and, like, chunks of it probably fall off and smash into these guys. And yeah, they're down. So we are left with one Stormtrooper squad. And uh, player slot number two. Yep. Are you <laughs> engaged with them yet? I'm not engaged with them yet. Okay, then I will go so I can start shooting at them and maybe, you know, do something before you kill the rest of them. <laughs> uh, they're long range for me, right? Oh, uh, in that case, I don't think I can hit them. You should have a blaster rifle. We brought no, light blaster pistol. We brought them blaster rifles. Yeah, you have blaster oh, rifles. Oh, that's just... right. I forgot about that. I don't have the specs on a blaster rifle. I do! You got this, Hawkeye. Yay! Don't forget you're not moving, so I would suggest taking a maneuver to aim. That's right, I will take a maneuver to aim, and that's a boost die. Gruntor forgot to aim. (laughs) I forgot to remind Gruntor to aim, but yes, Gruntor did to aim. (laughs) Which I think became very evident when Gruntor shot up part of the thing that he was sitting on. Now that said, Ryan, I'm going to say that with the explosions that are currently happening on this field, like... We have a fuel tank that is currently roaring a column of fire. We have an ATSD that was cut down so hard that it literally fell over and collapsed into itself, which I'm assuming when it's that kind of a thing, at least going after like the movie-style narrative that we're going for, that's at least on fire and probably has an explosion. The TIE fighter is definitely on fire right now. 
There is a whirling, like, shower of blood going on. These sort of things make it difficult to aim. Flashes in the scope, hard to follow what's going on, and because of that, you're taking a step back down. All right. <laughs> so we're left with one advantage and two threat. All right, so... Or two failure, sorry. You do not hit. Your shot goes wide, probably from one of any of those distractions <laughs> that I just mentioned. <laughs> but you do have an advantage. How's that going to work out? I would like to spend it just to have the... So we'll hit, we'll say that, you know, that there's a back-and-forth volley exchange of fire. I've got their full attention at this point, so they're not looking at whatever else might be going on. They are now distracted, so the next player to attack them will have a boost up. Give it to the next player. Yeah. So like, next player, period. I'm assuming the next player is going to be the one to attack them. All right. Next player. How far away are they? Are they... Oh, yeah, you can close in. Okay, so they're... By what? I suppose I I'm planning on closing in and then rolling my melee. But well, what do you want them to be by? Like we can roll your melee and then that, that can dictate what's around them. <laughs> well, I guess I I'm looking for getting there and not just like tong 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 charging up and then like spinning. Right. <laughs> but we're sort of on a flat landing pad, aren't we? Well, there's a flat landing pad, but I mean we know that there's at least a couple tie fighters and a shuttlecraft around there. Could he kick off of the TIE Fighter that's falling sideways and use the momentum of it falling down to dive into him? Depending on what his role is, yes. <laughs> I'm saying that would look cool if you don't want to do that. Do, do you want an athletics for that? <laughs> <laughs> I just want your combat check. <laughs> okay. Uh, am I suffering any negatives? Shouldn't be. Nope. Um, extra boost yeah, you do have an extra boost die. One success, three advantage which is enough to trigger my second sword. So what's the damage on both of those? 12 plus the one success goes to 13, and does that really have a pierce of two? Pierce of two. <laughs> okay, just so I'm clear, is that the total or is that for just the first attack? No, that, that's both. Total. That's my total. Okay. <laughs> You're a base of 12. <laughs> yeah, well, four brawn, two for each sword, four brawn yep. again. Yes, between the advantage, the success, everything, what Jason described. If you want that to be what happens, that's what happens. I'm, I'm picturing running in, because there's four of them, right? Yep. Cutting down to running, jumping, kicking back off, spinning, like having my arms spin backwards <laughs> to, to change the direction of the blades and come backwards <laughs> through the other two. Dreaming and doing grits. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so... Spinning back through the two, you land on your feet, swords kind of off to the side. Yeah. They're dead. Which means that it's now a player turn. I need to rig open the uh, shuttle door there. Just pop it open and head on in if I can. Yeah. Is anybody in the shuttle? All right. So I want to start repeating the instructions in my head there that Vec gave me. And I'm going to start this giant backpack bomb into the engine component and connecting the two together. All right. For victory, my chains are broken. <laughs> Beck, that would be a mechanics check for him, right? Yeah, it's the same thing that I just did. That you normal. just did. Alright, so, Gar, you're giving me a mechanics check? Of what difficulty? Can this be an aided check? Because yeah. he told him how to do it. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'll back to that. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to say that this is going to be an average check, so two dice, but two difficulty, <laughs> I am upgrading one of those to a red dice because of how badly this could go wrong if a wire is crossed. Like, there is high probability of things going badly. Like, this is not just something could go wrong, it's that you could blow yourself up. So it's going to be one red, one purple, 
but I am giving you a boost die for his instructions. And because your family is well-versed in mining, and I'm assuming that this sort of thing is what you do, you're getting another boost die on top of that. But I want that red to go back away. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I've just flipped a destiny point. <laughs> I'm sure that once I turn this, because I intentionally mentioned armoring the backpack, but I, I'm picturing like those acetylene torches and things like that. So I'm picturing once the guy that helped me to bring this in, when he sees that I'm literally just kicking the protective covering off of the engine and shoving the butt of this thing in there and starting to wire things together, he's probably going to have a look. <laughs> yeah, he does, but it's a look even as he leans back against the bulk and it's just like... <sighs> well, don't lean back, son. If this goes, it ain't going to matter where in the ship you're standing. <laughs> Three success, triumph, threat. In what order shall we spend these? <laughs> what I gave him was two detonite charges that do 15 damage each. Okay, so I'm just going to spend the threat now. And I'm going to say that kicking into the panel, wrench something in your side, like you just going to feel a muscle pull and it hurts, and you're losing a strain point for that. I think good things happen. Yeah, resolve those for me. <laughs> What would you like to happen with those success and triumphs? Well, success I will just take as just straight additional damage. Yep. Because success gets kind of a combat check because I'm looking for a boom. But my triumph kicks that thing off and just be like, ah, oh, oh, I'm getting tad again. I'm going <laughs> to slam this thing back in. As I'm rigging this in, could I spend the triumph to realize that um, Lambdas have hyperdrive, don't they? Oh, yeah. Somebody didn't properly secure the hyperdrive on this. So, can I, like, I don't want to go make this thing go nuclear, but can I mushroom cloud up and the explosion of the hyperdrive as much as possible? Because, you know, there's a giant Star Destroyer over top of us, and this is supposed to be a, stra- a distraction. <laughs> yeah. Because as you're looking at this, you start putting together the bomb and hyperdrive, and remember that you had that boost eye in regards to your family's experience of not just trucking stuff like dolomite across the galaxy, but harvesting it. Like, you guys are miners. Controlled blasts are your bread and butter of, like, I want this boom to go a certain direction. It's going to go the direction I want it to. Are you kidding me? My family expertise is in creating corridors through a hyperspace that we can throw shattered asteroids yeah. through. <laughs> Just like, we need this raw crap, and we don't care what it looks like on the other side, but it needs to go faster than life, light to this other place. So I want to do some of that up. (laughs) So that is set. It's obviously not going off yet as you're still in the shuttle. Yep. For my maneuver, can I uh, just click the data pad and either connect to the shuttle sensors or the skiff sensors so that I can get a decent picture of this thing for him? Yes, we use the skiff sensors because the shuttle sensors aren't going to be able to get a decent picture of this thing. Oh, can I get both just so that one of them will just like immediately blink out and I can have them like ping when I send the file to them? Yeah, sure. <laughs> so I guess that's the end of my turn because that was action maneuver. And I'm going to chime into calm, just be like, well, boys, I got this sucker rigged up to go. <laughs> it should be good. If you just give me a right quick might, I'll be out again in a second. We are going to jump back over to our infiltration group. As I said before, you are currently outside of the... Cell block? Yeah, the cell block. So where do I want it? It's not reception desk, but it's essentially what I'm thinking of. You know how you had mentioned that you did give the team comms? Are yep. they secure enough that two video feeds can come online to his? Uh, can it be real-time data? Or is it just audio? Or what is it? The intention was just audio. Oh, okay then. Wait, we'll wait till we get back to the ship and we can put it on the big screen TV. If you wanted to roll a retroactive computer check, I'd be willing to see if you could do it. Three int and one skill makes for two green and yellow, correct? Yeah. That's going to be a hard difficulty check of three purple. And you're working with outdated equipment, which is going to mean two uh, setback die. 
Why is the equipment updated? Because it's rebel stuff. Ah. I don't think this is going to fly. I do get advantage, but no success. So can I expend my advantage to say that I for sure have a local copy of this video, even if I can't script dream it to him? Yes. Okay. Jumping back to your infiltration team, uh, I'm not going to make you roll a perception check to look inside the door. I'm going to say that you took a few minutes to, you know, peek through the window, or I'm assuming with a mirror under the door kind of thing. There is currently one guard who is just sitting at a desk, dressed in an imperial uniform, not a stormtrooper uniform, but like a little officer's uniform, black version. You do see kind of along the corridor, prison cells in that, the kind of very red energy force field walls that would block them off, but you can't see into the cells themselves. So that's what you have from your door with a window. Vex is trying to stay a little bit away from it with his hand over his mouth, trying to calm himself because he really enjoyed blowing through that wall. <laughs> I'd actually like you to remove two of your obligation because I feel you really sated your addiction last session. <laughs> <laughs> so my thought was if there's a terminal around, tapping into it and sending the guard in the entry area a memo saying that he needs to be somewhere somewhere else for a quick debrief of something. All right, assemble your computer check for me. Have you been checking your TPS reports? You're supposed to be on the parade grounds. <laughs> <laughs> what, are we, what are we looking at for difficulty? This is going to be a daunting check of four difficulty dice. Okay. I am upgrading one of them to a red dice by use of Destiny Point. Three one purple red. and a red. You were taking a setback die because you're hacking in through a remote terminal and not the actual administration office of where this would be coming from. Okay. The difficulty is both, just so that you're clear on why it's that high, it is both the access of slicing into the computer systems and also the act of wording the memo properly so that it doesn't flag to him as being... Yeah. So it's like a bluff check also. Essentially, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's keep it at that then, and actually we're going to stick with the one setback instead of two. Okay, nothing happens. I got two success, two failure, four advantage, and four threat. (laughs) (laughs) You are unable to access the system. Uh, That's okay. Firewalls. (laughs) Firewalls. <laughs> At the nearby terminal, Davik will be swearing under his breath. Some of the Andron rebels are kind of like, is, is he always like this? Yes, <laughs> he's always like this. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, he's very good at what he does, usually. So the computer slicing did not work. Can we get the door open and I can just shoot him? Without him noticing? Yeah. That's a skull dog reach I might be able to pick it. I'll see what I can do. You don't know me very well, so you don't necessarily like know how much of a connection there is to how manic I'm getting after the explosion. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really, like, bouncing. I would like an average difficulty check of two dice. I'm going to flip another one of those, so it's one red, one purple. And you were taking two setback die for the vigilance of this particular guard and that he might notice you. And I'm going to stand next to him. If I notice that he notices us, I'm going to start shooting. Is that a form of assistance? I don't think so. It's probably more of a hindrance, because I'm probably standing right behind you with a gun. I'm standing there, ready to take a shot, as soon as the door is open. To me, this kind of seems like like a SWAT team. Everyone Mm -hmm. stacks up and prepares to breach. So it is not a boost, but yes, Bert will get the boost for aiming on her attack. That would be one failure and a triumph. So it nets at a failure, right? Yep. So technically it's one failure, because the triumph counts as a success, so it would cancel out one of those two failures. So it's one triumph, one failure. Yes. That's an odd roll. You get the guy's attention without him noticing, and he comes and opens the door. Oh, okay. As I'm sort of rattling at it, he thinks somebody's knocking, and he walks up to open it to find out who's knocking on the door. Adding to this, because it says a triumph may be spent to earn the character a boon he had not expected, 
So can he literally think that it's the guy who went out for coffee earlier and leave his gun next to the desk? It's like, oh, God, Bob. Yes, he can. <laughs> so he leaves his weapon. I would like everyone involved in this situation to roll me a cool check. Well, he rolls a vigilance. Bob, did you One success. Success. again? <gasps> to my advantage. <laughs> for tie-breaking purposes. No success. No success. One success. Two advantage. I can't imagine what this would look like in slow motion. It's like as soon as it goes to open, I'm just like slowly looking up. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm pretty sure my gun's already up. Yeah. Yeah, this literally is a, you know, ah, Bob, come on. And as he opens the door, the gun is in his face. Fifth element. (laughs) Um, There are two player slots before Bill's turn. Can I go first? (laughs) How much brawn do you have? Two. Oh. Why? I just really want like clobber in the face with the rifle, but um, I'm, she has the business end point. I'm gonna him. shoot him in the face. <laughs> I know, but I like the idea of I don't know. He seems like he might be useful to us. I'm gonna shoot him in the face. It's um an easy check at this point, so one difficulty. <laughs> All right. So don't forget that you're taking a boost die from aiming earlier. Uh, and I'm going to say that, uh, that Bill was not expecting this whatsoever, <laughs> seeing as you were multiple sub-levels down, you know, there's been no flags if there's been intruders at this point, so you're taking another boost die for Bill's surprise. Okay, and it's an easy check, so that's one purple. Yep. And then I get three green and a yellow. Two success, two advantage. Total damages? Eleven? So you just killed Bill, tell me how it happened. <laughs> He opens the door, and as soon as I see him, I pull the trigger, and it just right in between the eyes, and he just goes right back. Pilter, I was dead. You do have to advantage. Yeah. Um, My suggestion? Yeah? Catch Bill, so it doesn't make a sound. Okay, so we, we all get in the room. And oh yeah, there's no other like guards around at the moment. Yep. There's no security system on. Yep. So there's no cameras that means someone in a monitor room is going, Ugh! All right. Now, granted, it was a power surge, so someone may eventually go, I wonder why the cameras aren't on. But, so, like, even as he goes down, you just kind of reach forward and grab him by the tunic and just slowly, gently lower him down to the ground. <laughs> Slide him in so that his feet don't keep the door open. Chad will just kind of look at you, like, make some kind of comment, like, damn, that's cold. Gotta do what you gotta do. So it's not Cassia shot first? <laughs> she definitely shot first. It's not debate. All right, so we walk into the room. So, the uh, the cell block is a somewhat circular room. There's a desk in the middle that's actually shifted. Instead of looking at the door, it's kind of half-tilted to the side, with computer bank in front of that and then monitors on top of that, leading into a single hallway that has six cells, three on either side. I, I'm imagining it looks similar to the one that we've all seen before in New Hope. It's not nearly as dark and foreboding and, and black and red. It's got a lot more stonework to it, following the somewhat Roman-esque architecture that Andron has been described to have. So it's not as scary looking, but yeah, I mean, it's essentially what you probably have laid out in your mind. I suppose I should have asked this before, but we know what Prince looks like, right? I will assume someone had a photo <laughs> that was shown to you, yes. <laughs> we also have people with us that probably would like, yeah. actually be able to recognize his face anyway. Okay. Cautiously, I start walking down the hall and looking in the cells to see which one is him. Alright. Sorry, I'm not actually there, but Bill might have keys and or passes on him. He might. As you guys are looking, we are going to jump back to the other side. So, 
You have just planted a uh, backpack bomb, built in, ready to blow in a sec, and that is going to put us back up to the top of that initiative, which is literally a bunch of player slots until one known enemy slot at the other end of it. So, player, player, player. What did the ATST do last round? It did not move in any outward fashion that you were able to see. That any of you were able to see. Okay. So, can I take first player slot so that I can GTFO of the ship? I have no problem with this. Yeah, I was looking <laughs> Am I functioning off of the last discipline check I rolled, or do I need another one? No, you function off the same. That means that a hyperventilating buddy is still good to go, but kind of shaky? Yep. Alright, so as I'm moving out and no longer have the weight of the backpack bomb on me, I'm going to sling the rifle around so that I can run with it in, in my right hand kind of thing. I give him a slap on the shoulder and just be like, Woo-wee, son, you ready to run? <laughs> he uh, gives you a, a curt nod and kind of a look of terror. <laughs> and I hold up the um, data pad on my forearm so he can see the timer and just be like, Go! And then just start running. <laughs> His eyes go wide and he runs. <laughs> So, we determined that it was one range band from the center of where we are back to Gruntor, correct? Mm. So, that will be maneuver. As I'm pulling up to Gruntor, diving in behind there, panting, just be like, lay down a little bit of suppressing fire, but... I, I put the thing up. <laughs> just like, that's the times that you're working with. Mechanically, can we call that two rounds? Just because I'm not sure what that would be. Sure. One maneuver to be close to there, and it, it looks like Gruntor seen me, kind of thing. Yep. I'm going to use my next maneuver to get to the guardhouse, I think was the next thing, where we crashed the Humvee through. Yep. And it's too strange to take another maneuver. Yep. Can that get me to the uh, speeder, or... Because the speeder's stashed over by him, right? The speeder bike? Yeah, yeah, the one that we stole. Can two strain get me to him? Uh, yeah. You, you... Like, not on it, but I mean, I'm in cover in warehouses there. Are you allowed to ever take more than two maneuvers? No. I'll look that up later, but for now, I'm willing to actually let this happen. Like, I, it yeah. makes yeah, sense to me that you can use an action to move. Okay. Keep finishing uh, your uh, I take my two strain and then dive into the alleyways between the warehouses. And so I'm not on the bike yet, but I'm sitting there panting and out of line of fire. Yeah. All right. Player slot number two. So there's the, the, like that one lone stormtrooper left. If by left you mean he's running the F the other way. <laughs> I actually want to make an athletics check, because uh, we tip up the skiff, but it, it's taken some shots, but I don't know if it's completely dead. Okay. I want to basically check it and tip it back, so that Gunter can get on the Humvee and get out. <laughs> athletics check, average difficulty. Given your distance, I'll give you a boost after a running start. Four successes... Three advantage. So you succeed. How would you like that advantage to be spent? <laughs> I would like it so that the skip when it tips back over, it's it's still functioning. Uh, okay. How much advantage did you say you had? I had three advantage, four success. You check it, and as you do, you manage to actually roll into it as you check it. So you're now sitting in the skiff that is upright and hovering. And Gunzor is going to shake in as he's suddenly upright again. <laughs> oh, Gruntor. Uh, player slot number three. How far away is that lone stormtrooper from me? <laughs> He's been running for a while now. Like, that was the first squad you fought, wasn't it? It was the first squad I fought, but he took his action to fire at me during that, so... But, I mean, if he's running along sort of in front of me like that, he would stay in my range, you know, in the longer medium range band for a while. Well, I don't know. Uh, which way was he running? Was he running along or was he running away? Well, so the way I've sort of pictured this is like... Right. Was he running along or was he running away? <laughs> Alright, so he was running along. Okay. He's a long range distance from you. Alright. Good old destiny points. Well, I'm still pissed off about all of my friends being killed, so 
I have to. <laughs> I'm not necessarily thinking. So a difficult difficulty, uh, and I will give you a boost die. And I assume you're aiming. Yeah. So that's on top of that. Wait, hard or difficult? Hard. Hard. Yeah. Okay. There is and, no difficulty. And then, right. do you get your skill on it? Oh wait, no, sir. He no, has at least yeah, one because that's what we saw for uh, yeah. Gantor's gunnery. My bad. Missed that earlier. All right. So he definitely hits him for. What's the blaster rifle do again for damage? Nine. He's dead. Yeah. Um, so yeah, basically, Hawkeye just kind of. <laughs> takes aim, mutters some kind of like statement about his dead friends and pulls the trigger and just watches where that lone stormtrooper running away just kind of slumps forward and falls flat on his face and maybe slides for like half a meter. Player slide number four. Alrighty. So the ATSD is still up? The ATSD is the last slot. It's the only one left. Alrighty. What range is it at? Uh, extreme range. Okay, I can't hit it anyway. I'm at long. That thing's only got a long range on it? Right, the ATSD has the extreme range. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to aim at it though, and can I ready an action to fire at it if it comes within? Yes, you can. If it if it does have extreme range weapons, then I know it's going to shoot and not come within. But I don't. But know. you know. What else am I doing? <laughs> you want you want to use that big gun? Yeah, yeah. Grunt door is about shooting things. <laughs> How long was set on that timer? I think we said two combat rounds. Yep. I took first player slot, didn't I? Yep. And we're on the last slot right now for me. Yeah, so at the end of the round, when we're done here, I guess is our boom. You guys have one more full round. So yes. Go. One more full round left. So the ATSD starts essentially circling the landing pad. Chunk, 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 turning its way towards you. Uh, Ryan, can I have another difficulty desk? Yep. Uh, it fires towards the skiff and uh, Bruntor. However, it shoots wide and you know crashes into buildings and flaming wreckages around you, but doesn't come close to hitting the skiff. Imperial garbage. Player turn. I'll be taking the last player turn because I'm still expecting to be gunning this bike here in a moment. Yes. <laughs> I guess I will drive this. <laughs> James, pilot planetary, which is an agility. Yep. Okay, what's the difficulty of violating this skiff? I assume you're just pointing in a straight line. It's only going to be an easy check and it's going to be a two setback die. So one purple and two black. Okay. I want an assist. And a boost. <laughs> hey, hey, you look like you never drove one of these before. <laughs> the clutch. The clutch. Oh, I've been like, listening to a grind. <laughs> that, that is two failure and two advantage. <laughs> are you willing to let me spend that advantage for you? So, you don't go anywhere. You are, however, uh, anyone shooting at the skiff is taking two setback die. Uh, as you essentially send it into a spin, <laughs> the front brakes are still on and it starts donutting itself relic. <laughs> Um, in fact, Gar, I think you're like just at the edge of the alleyway, so you can actually like look back and see this thing doing a spare. All right, I'm gonna get a really horrified look on my face. You're like, uh, uh, boys, the hyperdrive is tied into the explosion. This was the time to be running. What kind of a drunk did you say you were? Player slot number two. Can Gruntor try to do a pilot planetary to take control of it? Sure. 
Again, that's going to be an easy difficulty check of one purple. However, you were still taking the two setback die that James had to deal with the fact that it's, you know, it's been shot up a bit, that it's not designed for quick getaways, all of that sort of thing. Uh, and you were also taking another setback die to get it out of a spin that it's currently in. I'm going to use a destiny point. All right. <laughs> this ain't good. As, yeah, Gruntor is doing his best to try to like climb across the skiff to get to the controls. <laughs> and he's like sort of skidding. Two success, one threat. Yay! So Gruntor, you're taking some strain as you climb your way over everything and you don't kind of pull yourself against the centrifugal G's and then manage to grab you like, this is the clutch! <laughs> <laughs> You guys, come down here. Tell us how to defend our planet. <laughs> Who the hell are these people? <laughs> Zero B <beer> one. <laughs> Boy, I ain't gonna tell you who I am over a live com. That's just ain't gonna be the way how this is working. So the skiff then just like you know finishes its donut, and then slingshots <laughs> and heads towards the alley at a uh, somewhat alarming speed. Player slot number three. Would I be able to make my way down to the speeder um, with the time that we have? Yeah. Yeah, that's basically just, at this point, there's nothing left for the Overwatch to do, so he's going to make his way down to the speeder and get ready to make a getaway with Gar. Yeah, in fact, you're not quite sure how wide this blast is going to be now that it's got a hyperdrive attached to it. Those things punch holes in reality, just saying. <laughs> so, can I just mount up and fly away? Mm-hmm. I need with a check for that. <laughs> no, I mean, it's a straight check, I don't need that. It's... Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, the uh, cargo skip and speeder bike take off. <laughs> so, as we're going, I'm going to look at you, you on the back and you at the other thing. She's like, so boys, what happened to the plan? <laughs> and I'm going to look over at Obi-Wan and I'm just like... <laughs> as we drive in silence. <laughs> <laughs> that question is punctuated then by a... By... On your data pad... And then, like, a, a sonic boom of explosions as a column of blue-white flame and plasma just shoots up and looks to be most of the size of the landing pad. Like, not all of it, but just seems almost like the explosion basically goes out and then almost gets itself sucked back in, so it's a boom out and then up in a column that just shoots up and up and up. You don't have good enough eyesight to tell whether or not it makes its mark of hitting the uh, story story or not. Oh, I thought it was down low enough to be able to do the whole presence thing. Oh, it is, but it's a Star Destroyer. That's still, that's like low-hanging. I'm not able to tell you if it like scorches the bottom or if something's destroyed. It looks like it hits, but... Mm. And in response to you, chaos, yeah, harmony. <laughs> do you feel right harmonious right now, do you, OB? <laughs> Our new ship wasn't on that space pad, was it? No, your new ship was not on that space pad. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. Awful. So yeah, as per the plan, I'm going to head towards that sewer grate and drop the speeder in there. When we get towards the sewers, I'm going to slow down enough so that these guys can disembark and OB can get on the speeder bike as per what the actual plan was. But whatever they're doing is not what I'm responsible for anymore. (laughs) (laughs) We take the skiff back and... Oh, actually, since they are here, I will take the opportunity to to literally stop. Just be like, well, boys, I'm going to pull the padded armor off and just be like... Wasn't quite the plan, but... And I said, whichever one of you two is closer, are going to toss the padded armor to you. Good working with you. And I take you're on the bike. Yep. I'm going to pause for a second to see if they say anything. Yeah. Adventures Good of... working with you. Yeah. Front door and hock <laughs> Like, the crappiest salute you yeah. can ever see. <laughs> <laughs> like, Gruntor tries, though. Like, he slaps himself in the head and like, goes out. 
I'm gonna give a tip of the hat <laughs> and just down the sewer pipe. And as we speed away, you get this sort of Doppler effect of may the force be with you. <laughs> so where are uh, 0B1 and Gar heading to? Well, as per the plan, it was to head towards the um, palace along the same route that they would be using to head towards the landing pad, because if they are ahead of us, we will meet up along the pipe. And if they are not ahead of us, then we will be able to arrive and offer assistance. All right, so jumping back to our infiltration team, you're currently standing at sort of the, the cusp of the hallway that shows the six different cells. The first two, I can tell you right now, just in peripheral vision, are empty. Can I just, like, check the log? Absolutely, you can. I will uh, that. Yeah, he's in the last one on the right. They didn't bother to lock the system. At least as far as registry. Are, are there any... Yeah, the rebels with us, aren't there? Yeah, yeah. two of them are right like, here. Your prince is in the last cell on the right. Was the explosion big enough that they would notice from there, or do I need to be back on comms? Because I'm still trying to proceed out of it. You should calm them, as okay. they are underground. In fact, you guys might feel a slight vibration. Well, once we are successfully when- in the sewer, I would calm in and just be like... <laughs> One second. Your calm beeps. And again, because I'm not looking for the active two-way communication thing, I'm just broadcasting, right? So it's just like, part of favors are delivered, and uh, part of van's on delivery, right? You got something special for me? Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. She's sitting in my data pad now. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> Davik will come back. We're about to pick oh, up the birthday boy. We'll uh, be with you in a moment. All right, ahead of plan. <laughs> I know that the sexual side of things is not what you intend for Vec at all, and I fully get that. Yeah. God, that sounded dirty when you just said that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alright, so, Valen is in the last cell on the right. Are there any other prisoners in any of the other cells? There is one other, a Basilisk, which is a uh, somewhat a rather large, broad, lizard-like man uh, with a head crest that's kind of almost Klingonish and helmetish. A, a frilly, what's it called when, it, when skin hangs from your neck? My friend's got an iguana. It's called a doolap. Okay, well, he has a doolap. They are hanging skin there and uh, forearms. He has a a scar that cuts down across his face, one dead eye, and he just sort of grins at you as you walk by. Uh, Vec is going to look over at some of the other guys that came with. You know this guy? No. Okay. (laughs) So we walk up to the prince. The door is locked, but you do see a uh, young man in his early 20s, somewhat olive tan skinned, similar to the rest of the natives that you've seen, dark black hair, dressed in rather fancy clothes, all in all. A somewhat military cut to it, similar to, you know, dress clothes that princes wear, or ro- royals wear in modern day. Davit, can you do something to get him out? Well, Beck, you seem pretty good with the lock. Well, if the last one worked, let's take a look at this one. Yeah. Aw, oh, man. Send me that video of that explosion. That's gonna be good time. So Can he get a boost die for that? Because he's so like pumped. Beat me yeah. to it. Yes, he is. <laughs> <laughs> if anything else, he's setback die. Because <laughs> yeah, it is his obligation. <laughs> he is addicted to this shit. <laughs> yeah, but I think it's early enough that I think he's still hyped about the addiction <laughs> and not jonesing for the addiction. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I gotta get my fix, and in like ten minutes to be like. Where's my fix? <laughs> my scar tickets are wrong. <laughs> Average. So, uh, one success, four advantages. So, you pick the lock, the security gate shuts down, and what's happening for those four advantage? Can I make a copy of the key and essentially see if I can get, like, a skeleton key? For four advantage? Yeah, I think you can. Okay. So, you kind of essentially clone a card. Instead of a card, can it be one of those code tube things? Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> yeah, definitely is. So, the, uh, the force field kind of shuts down, and uh, Valen kind of stands up as you guys enter in the room, and he kind of has a, a, a confused look, because he doesn't recognize any of you at this point. Your Majesty? <laughs> uh, like, bow, and then I just back up around the corner. <laughs> I bow to him and I say, we're, we're here on behalf of the rebels, we're, we're here to rescue you. Uh, he's kind of like, uh, okay, uh, and he kind of stops for a moment and almost seems like, is it an imperial trick that he kind of seems to be thinking to himself, and then he's just kind of like, better take a chance. <laughs> and he kind of nods and then kind of goes to follow you, he's like, uh, absolutely, uh, thank you. And he kind of immediately kind of goes into following you mode and not asking questions mode. <laughs> Can the prince's vigilance be good enough that he notices the uh, guard's unattended gun at the table that he oh, can yeah. arm himself? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> does he also notice the guard, Bill? <laughs> uh, he does. He doesn't particularly sad that Bill is dead. <laughs> There's a flash of, like, oh, dead man, that's sad. But at the same time, he's like, dead Imperial that was going to kill me tomorrow morning. That's less sad. And he does, yes, grab Bill's gun. And uh, the holster from Bill's waist so that he can arm himself and actually keep it holstered when needed to. Although he does have it at the ready now. Does Bill have any sort of like radio that we could just use to listen to hear what everybody else is doing? Uh, yeah, he's got a comm link on. On clicking it on, you immediately hear chaos on the radio channel of like, what happened? I don't know. Agent Vicarin is on planet right now and you actually think... It has to be the terrorist attacks. No, is it related to the... It has to do with the assassinate... I switched it off. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think Gar and Obi did their job. Let's get out of Dodge. Does the prince know who the other prisoner is? He looks with disdain as he walks by. Okay. Uh, Unless anyone asks him, he's not going to... Like, he doesn't stop to talk to him or anything. Nope. I'm going by the assumption that if it was somebody that he wanted out, he would be like, oh, we have to take this guy, too. Yeah, he does not do that at yeah. all. Yeah, <laughs> we don't have time to speculate, and so if he doesn't say anything, then that's good enough for me. I kind of feel like we shouldn't leave witnesses. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> Are there dark side points of escape? Not with rules unless you're a force user, so... Are you asking my permission, or are you just making a decision? I think we should. You're the one in charge. So you are asking my permission to do it? No. I'm suggesting it, boss. <laughs> Is this an in-character conversation going on right now? Yes. Okay, Balin looks horrified at you. Like, <laughs> and not, in, not even so much horrified, but like horrified and disgusted for a moment. And he does, you kind of see like he takes one step back as an eyes are going to Let's just go. Alright, you're going. So we leave. It's like, into Rees, I'll just look at Chad and be like, that's not part of the plan, come on. Alright, are we sneaking back through? Are we doing a full-out run to get to the meetup? Can How we... is this exit happening right now? I want to be f- as fast as we can go without drawing massive attention to ourselves. I need a skill duggery check from Vec, and I need a group athletics check. Why athletics? Oh, athletics Fast is... as they can, so it's a run through. Athletics it's a run through following Vex. Does anybody uh, have brawn? No. Nope. Uh, what difficulty on the skull duggery? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you guys only have one. I'm gonna make it a hard difficulty again, but I'm gonna I'm give you the two. Depending boost. on his. <laughs> uh, well, I'm, I, you guys get two boost death from the shuttle blowing up, and that's without anyone what's, helping or. What's your brawn? Two. Would I also be able to get a boost die if I was locking all the doors as I was going out? Yes. Because I still have that. Like I'm using the the code cylinder. Oh, nice. Good job. Mm. One success. success. <laughs> That's amazing. 
still works. So you do figure out the best course, and you were leading the guys, and you know, every once in a while, your hand kind of goes up and like hold it as a like squad of troopers run by. And now I need that group athletics check. Oh and God, Jason, what's your brawn? Two. Two. Yeah, this is gonna be spectacular. What, no one has athletics. No. No. <laughs> We are neither an athletic nor We are super agile. (laughs) So, what is the highest brawn then? Two. Two. So that is going to be a hard difficulty check. Which is three. Yeah, that's going to be two Damn it. I need to sit closer to those. You cannot spend one to undo that red. You can spend one to upgrade. So, I'm looking at two green right now for my two brawn. And then I get two boost die because of the explosion. Yep. And then two purple and a red. Yep. Three failures and three advantage. We succeeded in not being seen, we just didn't succeed in being fast. Yeah, I'm actually going to say that with the failure, it takes you long enough, you run fast enough, and essentially are stressed enough that everyone in this group, in the infiltration group, is taking two strain. What do you want the four advantage for? Could maybe we use the advantage <laughs> to uh, maybe not necessarily give the prince all of the plan that we were having, like that we had, but maybe just ask him like, Getting to the space we're getting off planet, if he had any advice, any like quick ways to get through it, or between keeping a very combat ready position, you know, everyone circling Valen to make sure that he's safe as he is the target. Although, from the sounds of it, certain Duros pilots might be grumbling about that. Kind of hard to tell. Um, particularly upset by it. He's just, it was a suggestion, you know, it was just something he thought of, and you know, not necessarily thought it was a good idea, just it was something we should consider. And then pop quizzing the prince as you guys run. And I don't think you're taking the time to give him the full plan. He doesn't even seem to be that interested in it. And not to say he's apathetic, but just it's kind of one of those things of like, we can talk later. But still kind of quizzing like, you know, where should we turn? Because this is his home. Yeah, that's what's true. With four advantage, I will let you guys have two boost die to spend on whatever two checks you want coming up. So one of you can either have two boost die added or two separate checks can have a boost die added at player's discretion. So you guys make your way back into the janitor's closet and land in the service tunnel and then head back. I'm going to say that this is the particular time that our true groups meet up with each other, heading towards Spaceport and you guys link up. And you guys are on bikes? We are like on a, one bike. You're, sorry, you're on the bike. Yeah. <laughs> so I gotta idle this thing down. Howdy y'all. Howdy Gar, let's get out of here, man. Gar, that didn't feel like a detonite explosion. <laughs> uh, no, boy, she sure ain't. <laughs> she sure ain't. In fact, we'll put it on the big screen in the, on the ship. Let's keep moving. You think we could rig this bike to go a poop so that none of your pursuers might want to follow us? What, with us being on foot and it being a... Uh... A bike? Yeah? Yeah, like once we're past the fence, I'll uh, <laughs> pop the uh, security back on. I also assumed that as you were going, it was like, and I locked this door, and I locked this door, yeah, and I locked yeah. this door. <laughs> yeah, so, so now they can't get through the building, and if they do get through the building, they can't get through the sewer. Yep. <laughs> Maybe this is inappropriate, but playing off of the fact that he did score a triumph literally on this door, could he suggest that he could rig that door to the engine of the bike? I still have another proton grenade. I mean, it's the last one, and like you were saying, the point of the proton grenades were to end in this session, right? I mean, I was going to give it back, but I wasn't going to use it right now anyway. Let's combine all three then, and we're rigging the bike to the doorway and the proton grenade, and that if the doorway is shut off, the bike goes boom with the proton grenade. Everyone cool with that? Yep, it yep. yep. works for me. That sounds like it might slow people from falling down. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> Alright, I'm fine hand-waving and going narrative of like a screen wipe to making it to the starport. I feel you guys have set up more than enough fail-safes and roadblocks <laughs> and hitches, and that I don't think anyone's actually chasing after you right now. 
Howdy, Your Majesty. I don't suppose you got yourself a mask. Does anyone clean me? At this point, no, I don't think so. Anyone does? Okay. He's well, covered, covered in gore. blood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> No one has said that. Yeah, so, like when we get to the starport, like before we actually step out of the sewers, like there's a series of disguise check for the prince. Oh yeah, clean up the droid that needs to be done. Like, yeah. which is why I was asking the prince. Like, in response to your question, he kind of looks to you and he's like, "I'm surprised I still have my own clothes and not a prison jumpsuit at the moment. I'm afraid I do not have a mask." Right. How distinctive is that fancy getup you're wearing? Uh, he kind of looks down <laughs> and following the uh, logic that you're going looking, he's like, "A change of clothes would be preferable." I. What are your feelings on Corellian leather? Does it involve me losing my head? No. I'm quite a fan of it at the moment, though. <laughs> take off my hat and uh, hold that and take off my coat and start rummaging through my bag. <laughs> Just be like, uh, I got my ranching clothes. Okay. As this is going on, I'm trying to clean up the droid as best as I can so that he doesn't look like he just murdered a bunch of people. Valen looks somewhat worried at the blood covered droid. If anyone's ever played Dragon Age, that's kind of what I'm picturing you looking like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I was going to offer him my robes, but then I realized that they kind of look like Jedi robes, and they're covered in blood. They, they are covered in blood, and those need to be washed like thoroughly. It's <laughs> not a wipe-off kind of thing. I'm going to shove the princess so maybe, clothes into the bottom of the bag. Maybe we just take your robes off oh. and like put them in a bag. So uh, the prince takes you know your shirt and your vest and kind of puts those on. He keeps his pants on, because those are... They're you know, generic. generic. Yeah, generic enough. Like, if anyone was like, hey, those are really nice pants, but it's <laughs> earth that people seem to be willing to take as far as everything goes. Like, it's <laughs> Now, Your Majesty, everything else, them's his clothes, and I understand. Well, that's my hat. <laughs> <laughs> he outregards you for a second, and then kind of like, I, you know, for the briefest second, kind of appraises the situation. He's like, I understand. All right. There's knuckles in the coat. <laughs> <laughs> he swallows a little. He's like, just like, for punching. So we look out at the um, spaceport. What do we see? The spaceport currently is heavily guarded. There are patrols of stormtroopers that have each entrance guarded off. Comparison against footage of earlier, actually, there are less because a lot of them have gone to the other starports. But there are still guards in each section and people checking security checkpoints and whatnot. The video recording of the explosion, I'm going to put on off of my uh, thing onto local storage or whatever. Yeah. But I gotta pass it to him. I reckon that probably shouldn't be an active memory when we go through the security. <laughs> and I'm gonna load up the uh, Merchant Guild credentials onto the data pad for the ship that we're about to board. Excellent. Uh-huh. Now you'll be taking those set back time of the way. <laughs> That's brutal, man. <laughs> <laughs> Someone first. Okay, so as a droid, my equipment's allowed to become part of me. Yes. So as we're going, I'm going to take the two swords and basically the sides of my legs open up and I put them in and they close back in. Alright, Robo Count. Obi-Wan, I hate to say it, but if we're going to go through security at the spaceport, I should say, you probably don't want to have your blood soaked clothes on us. Disengage Sith mode. Safety's on. We might have to lose your clothes. Why? I ain't being searched by no Imperials. All property is property of the Dolo Corporation. The Dolo Corporation <laughs> is looking to take our fine merchant contacts from Onderon and get the Princess Labyrinth. <laughs> Back home, we's gonna go hunting. That's why the locals here is wearing my ranching clothes. We gonna spend some time at the Dolo family ranch. <laughs> I don't know how much I'd be carrying Imperial Blasters through security, because I figure sensors might be an issue, but I kind of give a shoulder of my gun. I ain't got nothing Imperial on me, and I gave the Rebel clothing back. That makes sort of nuts. Okay. And I kind of give a nod, like, 
So as far as I'm concerned, anything that I taken off this planet, I brought on. There ain't no reason why I would need to declare anything. If any of the sensors go off, ain't nothing I'm doing. And I give a nod because I'm expecting all of you to be in the same position. Is my blaster rifle an Imperial blaster rifle? Oh, yep. And I suspect most of the stuff that the Rebels got you guys is Imperial stuff. <laughs> Illegal slicing kits and all that shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, who's ditching what? <sighs> but I like my padded armor. I'm going to sigh heavily at the, uh, looking at my slicer gear. I'm going to sigh heavily looking at my rifle. Well, shucks, they said they were loaning it to us anyway. I, you yeah. weren't going to rob them. No, but leaving it here is not giving it back to them either. Why not? You didn't arrange with the head of the rebellion to uh, do cleanup? No. Oh, oh boss. <laughs> We've got to give a nod. Like, well, hopefully when you uh, arrange for our other ship, they're going to take care of that. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you did that, right? Arrange for what? Well, we're leaving the ship that the Rebellion assigned to you here on the spaceport. Yeah. Out of game, we actually did like talking about that. Yeah. So. You're good with computers, right? I would like to think so, yeah. Can you currently change my destination to a butcher droid? I could try. To explain OB, the what? Why are you doing that? For hunting, sir. Well, yeah. Ain't you a butcher droid now? You help with the buffalo. <laughs> Designation training droid, sir. Eh? Well, I tell you what to do, you do it. Property of the Dolo family. <laughs> right. Like it was, uh, that's the important thing to remember. Right. Not to hurry so, us along, but, um... Yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 as, I'm going to say, as the clear member of the Dolo family, you lead us out. I'm going to swagger just, it with a gun on my back and head towards it. I'll stash the slicer gear maybe just in, like, an alley or something. Oh. So... Did the prince follow me when I went? The prince is walking with you. Yeah. And you're, uh, I assume that you're, because of what you described, you're always, like, two steps away from me. Yeah, and if you guys had, like, gear or luggage of any sort, I will be carrying it. <laughs> like a subservient droid. Well, I normally keep my own duffel bag, but, like, considering the circumstances, I kind of look and be like, OB, you think just for this time, yeah, carry my bag? Certainly, sir. Thanks. <laughs> Chad will strip off his padded armor and... I'm going to get you to roll either a charm or intimidation check. It's going to be a simple check, so there's no chance of failure on it. I just want to know the air of bluster that you walk through this particular security checkpoint of whether it's a smooth-talking member of the Dilla family or whether it's a brash hair dare you get in my way. I have a timetable to keep <laughs> Well, it depends. What kind of resistance do I get? Because I'm obviously going to move towards coercion if, that, if I get any kind of resistance. Oh, I mean, we're starting with your typical core worlder, imperial, low-level bureaucrat guy who's got the stormtroopers, and so he kind of feels... He thinks he's king shit because he gets to order stormtroopers around, and ah, he's on this backwards inner rim world. So, coercion's a will. I have two will, and I have a coercion skill, so that would be one green, one yellow. Yeah, and you're also going to need a boost die for those papers that you got. Can I just start talking, and you tell me... You can have another boost die for one of my advantages if you want it. Okay. Is it uh, not necessary? You can. I'm just getting this roll to figure out how the conversation goes. Okay. I know yeah. you guys are getting through this check. So can I start without the roll? And if he kicks up too much of a fuss, just start the roll kind of thing? Sure. All right, so I'm just going to start sauntering towards. What rank is he? He looks to be like maybe a corporal. But do I see his insignia kind of thing? Yes, he's got the corporal insignia. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give a nod and I'm going to hold up the data pad and be, howdy, corporal, and just keep walking. 
I'm sorry, sir, but I'm afraid that all traffic has been grounded at this particular time. <laughs> yeah, I can see you not want to let common folk off planet. That's bad times. I give him a slap and I keep walking. <laughs> Gods, stop this, man. Sir, I just said that you would not be allowed to go through. Okay, so that is a triumph. <laughs> that is two success, two advantage. All right, Alan, give me some of that dolo charm. How did this conversation go? Okay, wait, wait. I need to get comfortable. <laughs> be awesome. I, I, I kind of cock my head. And like, I, I look at the card, and it's like, cock my head. And I'm just like, no, son. No, you didn't. You need to hold this. And I pass him my gun. <laughs> I just feel like, like I crack my hands. Again. I mean, I'm used to wearing brass knuckles, right? And I crack my hands. like, you, corporal of the Empire, told me that there ain't no ships getting off this planet. You know what I told you? That I am a ranking representative of the Corellian Merchant Guild, and I am the son of Dietland Dolo, and I am here to take my business interests off of this world so that the high-ranking members of the Corellian Merchant Guild can continue to have a preferable and comfortable business relationship with your empire. Which, as far as I understand, based on the fact that the dictator is still in power on my world, is still sovereign territory. Now, I understand you ain't letting ships off of this pad, but you ain't letting a ship I am in the personal transport of the Dolo family, and that is why what you said had nothing to do with what me and my traveling companions is doing. Now, excuse me, Corporal, and I turn around and continue to walk. He uh, stutters and stammers for a minute, and you, you, even as you turn around, see the two troopers that are blocking the door. They've got that, like, stoic, solid, I'm a, I'm a trooper and I don't move, faceless image of the Empire. But even as you turn around, out of the corner of the right, you do kind of catch their glimpse of, like, uh, what, what do we do? And, and then they're, yes? Can I spend my advantage to, regardless of whatever that corporal is doing, can't make the intimidate count on those troopers, too? Yes. <laughs> All right, so there goes my advantage. <laughs> And uh, they step out of the way. And the doors slide open, and, and the corporal is just left sputtering. So you enter into the private docking bay for a YT twenty four hundred light freighter registered to the Dolo Corporation. I take my gun back because you know I'm I'm kind of on business, but I'm on safari. <laughs> and uh, what is this YT twenty four hundred called? Oh, crap, right, because it would have been the triplets that named it. Yeah, it would have been, although I leave that to the two people that spent their obligation on getting a ship to decide what it's named. Yeah, fair enough. Um, How about the Platinum Minoc? Platinum Minoc? It's the Platinum Minoc it is. (laughs) She's like, yeah, yeah, one of the most valuable substances in the world, yeah? And one of the worst verminous things that (laughs) deflect the space lanes. Why? I don't know why. You tell me. It's a nice name. Thank you for the free ship. As we as we enter into the hangar and I see the ship, because uh, of course I'm assuming up until this point I like I knew that I was going to be fronting like the brunt of the uh, financials on this, but I'm assuming I hadn't really like been told what we were going to get ship wise. No, probably not because yeah. I mean I've got all the paper registration. Exactly. <laughs> so I think like once we enter in and I see it, I'll just be like you know in sort of a in a, in a weary voice I'm like oh, I hope this is worth it. <laughs> And unless anybody has any ideas for paint schemes they'd like to throw at me, I've just got a basic generic one up here. Well, for now, whatever. But, I mean, I, sus- I suspect the moment that we have a chance to get it into a shut-off, you and I... Yeah, I mean, the two people who own it and have mechanics checks are probably going to do a few things to the ship. 
And on the plus side, the fact that it is the most customizable one means that even if we can't agree what mods are good, we could just split the mods. <laughs> exactly. You board onto the Platinum Minarch. Who's sitting in the pilot chair? And I uh, will take co-pilot because I'm the only one with Astrogate, I think. Uh, I, I have it now too, actually. I do oh. too. Well, if all you guys have it, I'm not fine. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> kind of play some Dejaric. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna play some Dejaric with the sovereign of the planet that we're leaving. Yeah. <laughs> and he's gonna give me back my hat. Yes, <laughs> as a matter of fact, he thanks you very profoundly for it too. So the recording that you got, 2D or 3D? Oh, 3D, multiple angle. Can mm-hmm. I plug that into a Dejaric table? Yeah. <laughs> wait, can we I, wait I, uh, until we get off planet? When, when, I, when I see him doing that, I'm gonna press the button on the charge table. Just be like, uh, I want to make sure we get off safe before. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to have that. G- give it like thirty seconds past gun range. How's that? That all right? I don't respond. I'm just sitting here staring at the table. <laughs> all right, I gotta take that. Uh, I'm gonna look to Ob and just be like, he may have that thirty seconds after we enter hyperspace. Thirty seconds. <laughs> he, he said I can have it and at no time before that unless you believe anyone except him is in mortal danger do you understand yes sir right. <laughs> I'll Jason's take my bag now strain. Obi <laughs> Jason is now taking two strain <laughs> do you only have two left yeah <laughs> so you're at zero no no like I had four you took two I've yeah. got two yeah take two just because I do want to use the Aside from the Dejaric table, in the common room there is a holocom transceiver display. So you could also plug it into that. When you went to go, when you got set, went to sit down with Valen, I would just head to the cockpit to do the astrogation. Yep. Also, I wanted to talk to my brother. Yeah, sure. What's the destination? Where are you guys taking this kid? I'd always plan Corellia. Corellia? I think that was the plan. Yep. Yep. Alright. I need an easy astrogation check. Uh, what's your astrogation and int? One and four. I'll assist them. With a blue, you mean? Yeah, with a blue, because I've got. I'd be rolling one and three. Two success. Two success. Uh, you are cleared through the blockade because of your meticulously laid out paperwork from the Dolo Family Corporation. The triplets did their jobs quite well, as far as this is concerned. So, like, it's you barely even talk to people on the call. Like, yes. it is literally like you know, unidentified ship. Please transmit registry. You're. You know, transmits out what you are, the paperwork transmit back. And the operator and the other one is just like, absolutely understood. Uh, Platinum Minoc, have a pleasant journey. And you guys punch into hyperspace. Woo-hoo. From the sounds of it, it's just the two of us in the cockpit. Yeah. Without even sort of looking over, as I'm looking at the screen doing the thing, I'll just, in degrees. Jad. Joto cast. I know. Did not expect to see him. No. And I think he saw me. Well, good thing we have some allies. <laughs> it was it was the strangest thing, though. He looked right at me, but he didn't seem to care. Hmm. Maybe he was just on another job, maybe? That's what I'm guessing, but... If he was the one perpetrating the assassination. That seems like a pretty big job. I'm sure we'll find out sooner or later. Should we let... Should we let everyone... I don't think we need to worry about this right now. Okay. Okay, and I'll just go back to computer stuff. (laughs) Alright, so with the astrogation check that was made, you were going to make the trip to Corellia uh, with three successes. Instead of taking a week and a half like it normally would, uh, it's going to take four days. Score! Okay, so I presume we're 30 seconds into hyperspace now? Yes, we are. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the whole time, Vec was 
counting down the 30 seconds on his fingers angrily in front of the <laughs> droid. <laughs> I can just picture, like, Jad and, and Davik in the uh, cockpit, and all we hear is just, like, surround sound. Just... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, like, giddy childlike. I like to think that his timing is exact. I, I'm a robot, and I'm sitting here and actually counting it down with, with a timer, but because you do detonations and explosions, <laughs> it's like... And, like, each tick is exactly what it's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just, like, an internal thing, like... Yeah. <laughs> so, from the Dijar table, I'm just going to look over at you playing with the, the comm system there. Just like, <laughs> so I do all right by you? Nice work, boss. He got kind of imaginative on the end. I do what I can. Oh, oh. Can you see whether or not the ship got hit? I don't know if you were recording that high, but I could take a look at it. Uh, I, I'd much appreciate it. As an aside, I'm going to punch into the comm. Just check the, the sensor logs, folks. Any of those Star Destroyers have damage? One of the, the first Star Destroyers that you passed on the way out of atmosphere had some scorching on the bottom. That didn't seem to be in line with normal atmospheric damage and weathering and whatnot. Davik will give a, a smile. <laughs> Looks like you scorched one of them. Excellent. Well, Your Highness, I think that we've uh, given you a little bit of PR for your uh, rule in exile. As you did, it was like my rule in Oh, sorry. Exile. Yes. I, I, I don't want to put too fine a point on it, but we can always drop you off. No, uh, thank you. But I like the accommodations here better. We checked with your kinfolk, the, the the rebels down planet side, and they didn't seem to have none none better options. Just uh, I understand. At this point, uh, Valen will actually take the time to introduce himself to people, um, <laughs> as that did not happen before. Does anyone have anything that they want to do already done in detail before we hit to Krillit? No, I figured that we'd just chat with the prince a little bit, and then yeah. when we ended here, we would be done for days in character. And the nice and repairs and healing. And yeah, yeah. yeah, we have multiple days to not screw that up. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Valen does take the time to introduce himself to each of you, especially those that he didn't get a chance to originally. Because I believe Gar introduced himself, and I know that people bowed to him, but he was kind of like, uh, okay, let's go. So yeah. at this point, he, you know, he introduces himself, he thanks you for saving his life. He uh, seems to be taking things stoically in stride. The Platinum Minoc glides through hyperspace uh, on its way towards the core worlds and Corellia. Sir, if you don't mind talking a little business over cards, have you given much thought as to what your future decisions are? He laughs a little bit and says, Gar, I have to be honest with you, up until 20 minutes ago when uh, Cass, was it? Yes. And your fellow compatriots broke me out of my cell, I didn't see myself having much of a future beyond tomorrow morning. Well... Things are a mite different on Corellia than they are on Alderaan. And you'll be well taken care of, you'll be comfortable, but I think you ought to consider what it is that you, as a ruler in exile, can offer the powers that be back on Corellia. Sure. Stops and cocks an eyebrow for me, and he's like, I'm not entirely sure what you mean by this. Well, you are the legitimate government. Sadly, that is debatable, but yes, I understand your point. Well... A trial has not been had, and there are those in the dictate that might be interested in getting leases on those industrial districts and what have you that are completely abandoned in the capital region. So Mm -hmm. you do still have bargain points, 
and I'm hoping that you might want to take up certain contracts for the rebellion. You know, and now, so I am understanding, you are not an actual representative of these. <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> so I do not take your word as binding in any way on this matter. So do not worry about that. In return for these contracts, these powers that be would offer support and aid in the retaking of my planet. Well, here's the thing. I suspect that the folks on Corellia would be much more interested in making a buck, but they'd be mighty interested in making a buck, and that means being able to get product that was produced on Onderon out into the wider world. And that means support for retaking your planet. That's really. I will consider it. So there are folks that would be giving you credit, and that credit means guns, Bacta, and heavy armaments for the Rebellion. Alright. You kind of nods. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to you know, fade to black on the details as we're... Yeah. I, I suspect there's more than one game going on before yeah. day flight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for listening to the Rogues Alliance Actual Play Podcast. For character bios, fan art, and more, check out our wiki page at roguesalliance.wikia.com. Music and sound effects are owned by LucasArts, Lucasfilm, Valve... The Walt Disney Company, or are from the sites freesound.org, freesfx.co.uk, and tabletopaudio.com. Questions and comments can be sent to feedback at roguesalliance.ca. Tune in every two weeks for more of our ongoing adventures as we blow stuff up, learn rules, and generally have a good time. Uh, May the Force be with you. May the Force be with you. May the force be with you. And you. May the force be with you always! I have no idea who I was channeling there. Sup, we were having a group sex party in the closet. (laughs) (laughs) I casually exit the closet with how many guys? (laughs) It depends on the rebel people on our team. Guys? After the thud. (laughs) <laughs> oh. Are they are the three rebels with us yeah. guys? Yeah. Yeah. So six. Doing well for yourself. <laughs> Can we hide in a box at some point? <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't want to hide in a box. <laughs> uh, there was no triumph. <laughs> And my assumption, every time that works for Snake, he's managed to roll a triumph and said, I got a really dumb guard come this way. <laughs> because this isn't... Make sure you leave that sound in. <laughs> or save it for something else. <laughs> Alright, I might add a sound effect that caused that. <laughs> Ting. I don't think it matters because based on this check, we get out without being seen. Right? Mm. Oh, you should be romancing the prince. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is a physical action that you can be doing parallel. Okay. Does the prince have enough of a brawn check to do that? <laughs> well, it's extra disturbing the idea of ha- uh, making seduction a purely physical and not any social. <laughs> well, while well, you're, you're running, tap, right? Tap, yeah, you're running out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tap, tap, good game. <laughs> Your Highness. <laughs> <laughs> this is Sparta! Wow.